Hi, everybody. On Fridays, we wrap up the week's news. I'm here today with Jen Rice, who covers Harris County for the Houston Chronicle. It is Friday, January 13th, 2023. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Oh, Jen, thanks for, for being here. What do you think was the biggest story in Houston this week? Um, well, I think that the biggest story in Houston this week actually happened in Austin oh. because we had um, opening day of the Texas legislature. And mm-hmm. um, for the ledge nerds, this is a really big deal, of course. Yeah. Legislature meets every two years, only every two years for this crazy, intense few months. Yeah. Yeah. Except, you know, last time, you know, they're they're supposed to meet for a set number of days. But in 2021, it just went on and on and on with like all those special sessions. And I'm under the impression that there's been a lot of burnout, you know, from that. Like it was like the year that never ended. Oh, among legislators or just among people like us who pay attention? Yeah, like staffers and (laughs) staffers and the policy advocates that were just like dragged through it, you know. And so anyway, the show is back in town. The circus has arrived. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, it's I think like the most like interesting thing that happens in Texas politics. So that's a big deal. What are you watching especially this year? What am I watching especially? Um, so one thing I've been following is online voter registration. Uh-huh. It's sort of like a, a niche issue, I'm sure. So the idea is that we should be able to register to vote online here in Texas. That is being pushed, I assume, by Democrats? Yes, but it's funny because um, we're, we're, the la- we're one of the last eight states that doesn't have it yet. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually used to be really uncontroversial. Um, it's become something that like doesn't really get a hearing anymore. No one wants to talk about. Well, Republicans don't really want to talk about it um, because Republicans believe that more people registering to vote favors Democrats. That's probably part of their math for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see if online voter registration bill will get a hearing, which it has mm-hmm. not gotten since 2015. Um, and then also following any um, abortion legislation, which I don't really hear people talking about, even though the last legislative session, the last couple of years have been terrifying, like flipped everything on its head. And we're just not really talking about it right now. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting because so many voters believe that abortion should be legal, at least in cases of incest or rape. And we're talking about possible restrictions that take it even further where people, you know, could be prosecuted for helping a woman go across a state line to get an abortion, which I just find really frightening. Yeah, we're, we're living in, in interesting times for sure. Yeah. So, all right, Jen, my big story and, you know, the reason I have been so excited about getting you on this week is what the heck is going on with Harris County elections? You know, they are melting down. Um, last Friday, we you know, we record the show a little bit ahead of time, so we did not get into the news roundup, what happened with the elections, which is that Republican candidates who lost their elections in November uh, filed, you know, after all this time, uh, trying to overturn the election. And they are led by uh, the failed candidate for Harris County judge, Alexandra Del Morale Miller, who conceded back in November And also, while running, who said that 
she was not an election denier and that she didn't think challenging elections were a political maneuver that should be used. So, like, can you, you were reporting on this. How big a deal is this? The election contest specifically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it's really, it is a really big deal. Um, I, I personally don't think that the objective with these election contests is actually to get any of the elections overturned, like any of the outcomes. Yeah. Um, it's not really about um, flipping, you know, who's in office. I mean, for instance, like almost all the contests were filed after the um, newly elected officials were already sworn in. You know, they could have filed these contests weeks ago and they, they waited until the deadline. Okay, I was really struck that the story broke right before the deadline, but also on January 6th. Right, yeah, is, these were filed on January 6th. It's a 6th. date that redounds among, you know, people who want to overturn elections, you know, that, that sort of Trumpian date. Yeah, and, you know, State Senator Paul Betancourt, he's mm-hmm. a very prominent Republican from Houston, and he's really influential statewide, and he's particularly interested in elections. And um, he put out a statement that day saying, you know, his way of framing the election contest was, we've had a record number of them. And that was his main takeaway. The main point he was emphasizing was we're having, that there's a record number of election contests. So to me, that said that there was a push. That's what I'm reading into mm-hmm. it, is that there was a push to, you know, like an organized um, effort to get a record number of election contests. And, and I think, you know, they're really showing their cards there about what the goal was. That's interesting. I, let's back up for a minute and just talk about that November election, which, mm-hmm. you know, I have to say, I was not thrilled by how that ran. Um, could you recap a little? Yes. Um, I think about election. I like wake up in the morning thinking about Harris County elections and I like go to bed thinking about Harris County elections. <laughs> like I do you I'm sleep? Like, <laughs> no. And like in the middle of the night, I'm dreaming about Harris County elections <laughs> and like really like the administrative side, like not the outcomes. Like I'm not yeah. really interested in the election outcomes. I'm interested in the way it's run. Like I went to like the seminar in Austin over the mm-hmm. summer where they just went over election law. Like I was like, like they're like taking notes, you know, huge yeah. nerd. And yeah. um, I would say I th- it, my main takeaway, the thing that I want people to know more than anything about Harris County elections is I think that we're living through like a really dramatic time in which elections and democracy are at risk. Yeah. And Harris County seems like a nightmare to administer. I just have to say that. We're enormous. Yeah. Harris County has a lot of unique challenges being so spread out. Mm-hmm. But um, I also, to me, the main takeaway is I actually think that the elections are being administered fine here. Yeah. That there will always be some small irregularities because... There's always going to be issues. Yeah. Mostly because most of the election workers are our neighbors. You know, the people who work at the polling locations, the people who are like presiding over each polling location, they're your neighbors. A lot of them are older. Um, a lot of them are not necessarily as tech savvy as younger um, people who might volunteer in the future. Yeah. They should be signing up for that. Um, <laughs> but um, I think we forget sometimes that the vast majority of the people who are working on election day are our neighbors and stuff. And they're not necessarily they're volunteers. Like, These are not pros. These are not. 
this is exactly it's just not really i think people are a little bit confused about who they think is is working on election day yeah <laughs> but i i really think that harris county elections has a lot of ways to improve and we had a recent report from the elections administrator cliff tatum that just came out at the end of the year and I mean, to me, it was really focused on constructive things to do to make things better. Like, here's a problem. Mm -hmm. Here's how we solve it. And I'm just trying to stay focused on what are the ways to make it better. Um, I just, to me, it's really important not to overstate problems in the election. Yeah. I have to look at the stakes. You know, what's at stake with Harris County's elections in particular? I mean, we have this enormous population, we're pushing, what, 5 million? You know, we have more people than Louisiana. And it's the richest trove of Democrat votes in Texas, which, you know, we keep hearing is a purple state. You know, I don't know that we're ever going to flip Democrat in the next five or 10 years. But if it happens, Harris County is going to be really important to that. Um, and our state government is entirely run by Republicans, which, you know, I, I think that there is a real tension there, as well as in that larger electoral, you know, national drama that's been playing out so sharply with elections called into questions all across the country. So I, I really do think that, you know, we are at the crux of this terrifying time. We really are. And one of the things um, from last year that really stuck with me that mm -hmm. I still think about all the time is, you know, we had that really difficult primary election last year where, you know, there were, um, you know, the 10,000 ballots that were sort oh, of yeah. discovered after election night. Um, and people were calling for the then administrator to resign, Isabel Longoria. And I just thought it was interesting that, you know, a press release went out that was like, from the Harris County GOP and the, the state party and the RNC, the National Republican Party, you know, saying that she should resign. And it just like really hit home for me the way that Harris County is really nationally situated. Like this isn't local. This is not even state politics. Like this is a national spotlight yeah. location. So where is... Lena Hidalgo, the sitting county judge who's, you know, being challenged. Have we heard anything from her? So um, the judge is currently on a brief personal leave that she's mm -hmm. taking. Yeah. And uh, what her office has said is that she's in Colombia. That's um, where she's from. And her family's still there. And her grandfather isn't, his health isn't doing very oh. well. And so she's going to visit him. Yeah. One of the most moving things I've ever heard her say, I don't think of her as an emotional speaker usually, but she talked about how being from Colombia, American democracy is especially precious to her, that she's seen what can happen mm -hmm. when it's at stake. So, you know, I'm kind of surprised not to be hearing from her at this moment. But yeah. all right, let's move on. What stories do you think should have gotten more attention? This week. So this week, um, like we were talking about earlier, um, mm -hmm. the the opening day of the legislative session, and I was really excited to see the first two Muslim state lawmakers were um, oh. sworn in. Uh huh. 
And that is a really big deal. I think that's not what you think of when you think of the Texas yeah. state legislature. And on the one hand, like it's upsetting to be still going through firsts like that. Like, right. Like why, you know, the, it's like 2023. Like I can't believe we're still hitting firsts that are that fundamental, but here we are. And at least it's happening now. Um, yeah. I wish them the best. I mean, because I, I covered the legislature a few years ago in the mm -hmm. 2017 session and it is not necessarily an easy place to be a religious minority. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, people talk about the Capitol as like Republicans and Democrats, but really it's like very foundational, like that, like Christianity is really taken for granted that like, that's something everybody shares uh -huh. as like the common ground. And yeah. so people who don't fit that mold, you know, are, can have a hard time there sometimes. Yeah. Oh, so the story I thought should have gotten more attention um, was that Harris County Jail's top official resigned. Uh, I, I have said before that the job that I least want is to be the Harris County Elections Administrator, but I got to say that running the jail is pretty dang close. I mean, these are just jobs mm -hmm. that are nearly impossible to get right. And this week, Shannon Herklotz, who'd been running the jail, you know, just sent his resignation letter, um, mentioned, you know, a new direction in sheriff's office leadership. Um, but there are also a ton of issues. The jail has had a record number of deaths in the last year. It's incredibly overcrowded. Um, we are hearing just Dickensian stuff from both inmates and guards. And so, you know, I don't think it's an easy thing to deal with. I also don't think this is just Harris County, that, you know, jails across the country have been really struggling. Yeah, the jail in Harris County is just at capacity. You know, we are outsourcing that's kind of a strange term, but that's the term that's used. Yeah. But so, a lot of inmates are being sent to um, other, a lot of other institutions because we're just beyond how many people can be in the jail. So I think we're going to have to be looking at bigger solutions and alternatives. Yeah. To a really hard problem. So. Yeah. But I agree with you. Like definitely a story that should get more attention and, and that people should really have on their radar. Yeah. All right. Enough of the heavy stuff. What has made you happy this week? What was your moment of joy? Okay. So my moment of joy hasn't happened yet, but I know... <laughs> joy is coming. You can promise me there's some joy coming. Yeah. yeah there's there's cool weather coming <sighs> and um, I can't wait. I mean, if it's January, it should feel like January in my opinion. And um, it's always disconcerting to have like a nice summer day in January. So I'm looking forward to the, the cool weather coming. The highs in the 80s are just, yeah, a little unsettling. It's unsettling. So, yeah. My moment of joy this week came while I was out walking my dog in this beautiful warm weather. Um, my dog takes me places I would not normally go. I live in weird southeast Houston and next to my little suburban ranch house development is a lot of land that developed really patchily. You know, we have things like 18 wheeler parking lots and um, lots of warehouses. 
And weirdly, there are farms tucked in between some of these things. And, you know, I hear lots of chickens. I see horses and, you know, like horseshoe tracks. And this week, my dog discovered sheep inside the city limits. Sheep. What? And lambs. We saw lambs. And it just felt wild to see that. And it reminded me what, you know, a big, surprising place Houston is. That's incredible. What a good find. Yeah. He wants to keep going back there every day now. I love that idea of exploring Houston by dog. (laughs) You just let him go where he wants to take you. You see a lot of dumpsters that way. Yeah, that's incredible. (laughs) All right, Jen, this has been fun. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was Jen Rice, who reports on Harris County for the Houston Chronicle. We'll have links to the stories that we talked about in our show notes. That is it for our show this week. Our content director is Will Fulton. Our lead producer, Dina Kisba, is back from parental leave. Our producers are Carleon Jones and AKL Moomin. Brooke Lewis edits our newsletter, Hey Houston. Our theme music is by Farrell Gibbs and All the Kimonos. And I am your host, Lisa Gray. We will not have a show on Monday because it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, but we will be back on Tuesday. Talk with y'all then. My problem is I go to bed and I lie awake thinking about whatever, global warming or Harris County elections.